0: Now also available on Hubble. Yes, welcome back to Dylan, friends. This week on the pod, good friend, a new friend of mine, actually, this year, 2022 friend, Vincent Aducci from Pushpool. Uh, if you haven't heard of Pushpool, you well, you know what, I reckon you probably have. But if you haven't, it's um, easily one of Melbourne's cult-following uh, newest streetwear brands. The guy's are absolutely dominating. They've just turned Melbourne scene into, into crazy. You can't walk down the street without seeing someone in a Push Pull. Jumper and um, yeah, it's about time we had a chat with with Vincent, the the main man at Push Pull, and talk about how this all came about. It's a really really cool um, business, as I said, a cool brand um, by three young dudes in Melbourne that's uh, just turned absolutely mental and has inspired a lot of young people to either start businesses in fashion or anything they want. They've they've got such a cool culture and such a cool uh, community around them that's really community driven that um, goes so well. Just recently had a big pop-up in Melbourne where they they couldn't even have that many people through the door. It was a crazy. So, um, yeah, always wanted to, to get Vinny on the show, have a chat about how it all came about. His story a little bit. He's also a, a footy player that played a bit of footy with uh Box Hill in, in the VFL and actually had an opportunity to join Hawthorne but ended up pulling out of that race to pursue his his career outside of footy, which is which is really cool and you don't hear a lot about that sort of thing and I think it shows why they're onto something really cool and special. But um yeah, it was really cool chatting with Vim. We spoke about, you know, sort of just riffed off each other, what it's been like starting um our own businesses and what we've both learnt, both fail um failures and, and successes I suppose in a way, what's worked and what hasn't um, and I really enjoyed chatting with him. So just one of those cool cool people that are just go-getters, um, have an enormous amount of respect for people and want to want to push people in the right place. So I, I actually got a lot out of um, having this chat and made me think about what I'm doing with, with the Dylan Friends community more and be able to make sure we're giving back and, and everything like that. So I hope you enjoy it. It's really, really cool. And, um, yeah, check out Push Pull if you haven't already. xx
1: Hi, fam. It's Dylan's mum, Deborah. This is Dylan Friends. So was are you going to embarrass yourself? I was like, bro, do you want me to do all seven verses? Bit arrogant, didn't know all yeah. seven. <laughs> I've been in a bad team for 10 years, and we got a chance to do something pretty special this year. All you can do is put
0: your hand up and say you're wrong. Banter is a way that guys connect, a way that we can kind of play it safe with someone until we get to know them. I try to fix people sometimes, I'm like, Dan, stop doing that, just listen. And you stack
1: on top of that the habit of not taking your phone when you take your dog, it's easy.
0: They had no other way to get out of the cave, and we either turn our backs on them, in which case they're going to die, or we give this crazy idea a go. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review. I was saying, yeah, I, you were asking me if I, you want to play basketball, yeah, and no. I was like, you know how oh, this is going to come off so weirdly now. I don't even know if it was worth starting it this early. So we're, we're, we're live now, by the way. We're <laughs> okay, wrong. okay, being welcome. How good's that? Yeah, we're in. <laughs> and you know what's a really sort of shit thing that happens to me is the fact that oh, I hate starting the show because I played um, footy. Yeah. People sort of assume, oh, you know, you played footy. Yeah. Not that you you know you're very good, but you got to the highest level. Yeah. Congratulations. They think that like that just correlates into every other sport. <laughs> and Darcy invited me recently to go play basketball with him and his cousins. Yeah. And I couldn't fucking dribble the ball, man. Like it was so much harder than it's a it's a total different thing. So I'm just saying could it's actually, actually not quite dribble? hard. Actually not I could that I was I shot really I shot bricks. <laughs> I was shooting bricks. I had like for probably I was shooting at about 3%. I had a lot of shots. Everyone was sort of building me up and they kept like wanting me to shoot. And then after that, got the confidence went really low and I ended up hitting a couple, but it was how, many, fun. how many? How many
1: shots were you putting up
0: though? How many, how how many, many
1: shots did he put up? I hear he has too Actually. many. We lost the game as well. <laughs> and it was, what was the
0: score? Definitely my fault. What was the score? <laughs> no, let's not get into it. We'll get it. <laughs> we lost by a couple of points. So was you. you. Anyway, <laughs> Vincent, welcome to the podcast, man. How are you? Good, good. I
1: love the name Vincent, man. Thank you. Yeah, where's a, that from? It's uh, I've got it's Italian heritage. Yes, M- my name Vincent. Please uh It's <laughs> yes, <si>. yeah. <laughs> um, it's actually my name. I'm actually named after my my nonno, my grandpa. Oh, beautiful. His name was Vincenzo Aducci and I'm Vincent Ducci. I got the like B grade version. I didn't get Vincenzo. I got Vincent. So, but I'm happy with it. I'm That's very beautiful.
0: happy with it. <laughs> it's interesting. With I love names. Um, <laughs> you've got a nice name as well, though, uh, Dylan.
1: Yeah, Dylan's nice.
0: I like my name. It's sort of one of those names that it's not. My, my fear is having like a popular name. You know, like when you're born, you have a popular name yeah. and then they sort of age. What's a popular name though? Oh, like, I don't want to say a... <laughs> one now, man, because it's just like
1: you, What's can't, a you can't be doing that now. <laughs> like
0: Chris or something? No, no, not, <laughs> a, not like that. I mean like a popular name, like okay, I'm not going to say one because it's, it's obviously someone's name, but you know, there's popular names at the time, you know, that's sick. And then probably a few years later you go, maybe that was just at the at the time, that was yeah. a really cool name. Yeah. Um, anyway sort of name like that, but I actually think Dylan now is a lot more of a female name. Really? A lot of the young girls are being named Dylan, which is cool. Yeah, I could say that. Yeah, Charlie's Angels.
1: Yes, beautiful. And good, stuff.
0: Good show. That, um, but yeah, Vin- Vincent, Vincenzo, just on quickly before we get into the show, this has been probably, congratulations, the worst start to a podcast ever, but that's <laughs> more my, it's got nothing to do with you. It's 100% to do with me. I've told a story about basketball and now a story about my wedding band that I'll just tell you quickly yeah, is one of the most, most special things to me in my life, you're talking about your grandfather who you're named after. One of my special things to me is my grandfather, this is his wedding band. Oh, cool. So he passed away when I was about three years old. And then when my nan passed away a couple of years ago, she gave me this. This is the only thing she left to anyone. Cool. Um, we have a lot of kids in the family and she only left one thing and it was this ring to me. So then when I got married, I had to wear it. So it's just like,
1: so obviously know. you're the favorite then.
0: Basically, <laughs> I didn't want to say that, but yeah, hundred percent. I am. That's so cool. That's yeah. so nice. So that's a nice thing. But it would be. It's one of those things. that's worth literally like if you sold it on value, it'd be worth twenty cents. Yeah. But like to me, it's priceless. It a lot. So yeah, it's been uh, it's been scary. It's one of those things you, you just don't want to lose.
1: And recently, recently? No, I've been married for about nearly 12 months. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. So we had Have a very, time.
0: very small wedding, very small wedding.
1: Hey, mate, how are you? What's going on? <laughs> good. Um, um, helping out, helping out everyone, trying to help out. You are, man. Trying to help out. Uh, I know we've got a sale coming up, yeah. which is really exciting. Um, and yeah, just working really hard, trying to, I know, trying to make it. Yeah, you <laughs> are, guess, man. Like, trying, to, trying, to do, trying to do my best here in Melbourne, but yeah, it's... Um, yeah, I'm super excited to be here and super grateful to be given this opportunity. Oh, so yeah, 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 yeah it's yeah. a kudos to you. You've no, created kudos a beautiful space, beautiful platform to allow creatives and other, you know, people to share their stories. So you should be really, really proud of yourself. I mate. appreciate that, mate. And our friendship, um, I hope I can call it that. Of course you can. Thank you. <laughs> Is uh, it's
0: quite a fresh one. Like it's it's I used to sort of start the show at like this, but I'd say, like, how did we meet? Mm. Um, I'm trying to think how we actually did meet. I I don't know. It's actually interesting. I don't even, like you said that
1: before, and I was like, oh, I don't even remember how
0: we met. Yeah. So, do do you know what,
1: though? I remember we had, I reckon it was a couple of years ago, we had a yochi event. Yes. And I remember you came on your moped. Yeah. Like you're going for you gone for grilled. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you just stopped here and then we're like, this is crazy. This yeah. guy's the best guy. Yeah, I do remember that because then- we'd been chatting before <laughs> yeah. a bit
0: through um a bit through Instagram and stuff. And I just love the brand. I remember you got, I'm wearing one of your vests today, actually. I love your vests. Unbelievable. But you had this first drop of um, your brand, which, you know, we'll talk about very soon, but it's called, you know, captivated Melbourne and Australia now, I'm sure, but especially Melbourne. Um, anyone would know your brand Push Pull, which is, is incredible, credit to yourself. But anyway, you had this brand and I was like, I fucking love this vest. And like, I was more like, I'd had my own brand at that stage, being with friends, not like a clothing brand, but yeah. I just knew how much that meant to people. But I actually just genuinely loved it. Bought the vest and then I was, yeah, steaming around, saw this event, came in, met you guys <laughs> and you had this. It was like, was that one of your first
1: events you was guys one had? Of, uh, we're, we're, so- I don't know if you want me to dive into like how the brand started. Like yeah. we've done a little, so yeah. Like, Let's go
0: into that. Go, well, talk yeah, talk so, us through
1: what push Pushpool is and where it started. Yeah, so I guess 2019, there was a group of boys that started Pushpool as as it was. And Pushpool actually started off as like a vintage, um, you know, clothing sort of label where we'd resell clothes, like vintage clothes and sneakers and stuff mm-hmm. like that. So from there, you know, we'd do Campbell Markets and Vintage Markets. Um, so that's how we sort of started and from there, I guess we created like a really cool community cult following um, from the early da- from the early stages. And then, you know, COVID hit and then trying to find vintage pieces was super hard. Mm-hmm. Sneakers as well was really hard to source. Um, so there we decided to actually start producing our own clothes. And I guess we're s- kind of lucky in the sense that we'd gone and done our due diligence to create this little community that we sort of knew that they would purchase our clothes. So then, from there, I guess that's where Push Pull was really birthed from Um, the the streetwear sort of uh, you know our own clothing streetwear sort of style of things sort of originated um, during the time of COVID, and you know obviously COVID was a a super sad and you know frowned upon thing and you know Mm -hmm. associated with negativity, Um, but however I guess we sort of use it as a as a vehicle to help our brand Mm -hmm. and sort of shed light and positivity where I guess it was pretty bleak in, in the world at that time. And from there, I guess we've just created this really beautiful organic community um, that I'm super proud of and everyone that works at Pushport at the moment is super, super proud of as well. Yeah, man. You put it up beautifully. I think that's great. <laughs> I didn't know that it was a vintage thing beforehand.
0: I yeah. just sort of knew it as a, as a brand as it was. And it's interesting that point about COVID, like we said – you know, we don't really talk about it too much anymore. I think it's coming back, but let's hope <laughs> yeah. it isn't. But the the factor around like the amount of people you speak to around that post-traumatic stress versus post-traumatic growth, and it's like sometimes it, situations like that, how much is it like a shit situation at first? It pushes you in a different direction to go yeah. another way. Again, just it's so obvious, but it's just another factor of what happened with you guys. Like similar a little bit today, like the reason I wanted to get you on the pod is one, just love what you guys do love the community there's so many crossovers i think of our beliefs and everything we do to um that we agree on and we'll get into the stuff that we're working yep. on a little bit together yep. with whether that's supporting each other through podcast stuff um you're helping massive massive um influence on me and helping uh support around the more greens stuff that i'm trying to like get off the um ground as well which we we'll just had a bit of a, a chat about before yeah and then also just the community stuff that we both love and how much we appreciate um, our communities and building that. And I don't think like you can't go into something thinking you got to build a community just like sort of happens. I don't even know how it happens. Like I I think if you pretend you know how that works, it's a lie.
1: Like, yeah, I totally agree with you. And I think the word community actually gets thrown around a lot though. You know, like yeah. so many uh, organizations and and brands and, and people, you know, throw around that word community, but like, what is community? Like do you know what I mean? Mm. And, I, and I think like what we've really stemmed it down to is like our values in the team at PushPool. And, you know, the values really derive from our own past experiences. And that's something that I've really learned is that everyone goes through things and everyone's got the chick. Am like, like, I allowed to swear?
0: Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> no, <laughs> mate, we swear all the time, man. We're cool <laughs> as on this show.
1: We are super cool. We but get yeah, a lot know. of
0: people saying... Like, you don't have to swear. And it's like, I actually don't go in intentionally trying to swear, but it just happens. It happens. So, so fucking passionate about this. <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: But no, um, yeah, so, fuck, I don't even remember where I was uh, I think you were saying i <laughs> lost you, haven't I? Yeah, you've lost me you there. You... No, I'm just saying, so the word community. Yes. And like how people can throw around. And I'm talking about like values and how we've, like I was talking about how everyone goes through things. Um, and I believe that like from me and my learning is that like I've gone through things that have allowed me to get to my spot right now, sitting here right now. And I believe that everything sort of happens for a reason. And the more that someone can see a situation and almost take a step back and try to reflect on why that's happening, Mm. there's room for growth in that. Um, and then trying to tie that back in, I guess the people that have been on the journey, um, have all been through certain things and through their lives that has, have allowed them to create values in which we're trying to, um, ignite or, you know, pass on to the people buying our stuffs. Mm. So we try to condone more our beliefs in what we're trying to promote through our clothing. So what I try to mean by that is like our clothing almost comes secondary towards like what we're trying to do. And we're trying to create positivity within, um, you know, our environment. We're trying to be, I wouldn't say the word pioneers, but we're trying to be people who, you know, shed light on that people can go through different paths. And there's a lot of things and expectations that I I feel like here in Melbourne are put upon us. You know, we're in a a privileged country and there's these expectations of having that dream car or that dream job and, and... for me, for my sake, like, I've taken the weirdest path to get where I am right now. And, um, in saying that, I, like, that's another value of push-pull is trying to shed light that you can take so many different paths to get to where you want to get to. Mm. And a massive driving factor towards that is passion. And, and I'm super passionate about what I love to do. I'm, I'm a really passionate person. I wear my heart on my sleeve. At times it can come across as like a bit of a hothead, a bit, you know, you know, a bit crazy, but um yeah i guess i guess there some of the values that i just touched on that i sort of have allowed to create a community of people who might be going through similar things and that's in my weird way how i see community i guess yeah i don't know if that makes any sense it it, it does <laughs>
0: it's um it's the I, I don't know this sort of sounds like a, a discussion that you have around a Sort of, uh, you know, out the back of a party at four AM. But, but I've got, I've got a really, I've got a really, weird, a no, I've got a really weird thought of this, and I had this chat, funnily enough, in that situation, and someone blew my mind with this, and I don't know if this makes sense to anyone at all. But with um community, you think about like back in the day. Uh, religion was like a really strong thing, which it is for a lot of people still to this day. Um, But you grew up on Sunday, you go to church, you know, that's your community and you're there and you're part of something that's bigger than you. Now that, you know, um, in in my world, uh, you know, religion isn't something that I I do on the weekends. It's not something that I'm a part of, but it's sort of broken in my view into little things where you attach yourself to certain things and you want to be a part of something that's there. So like for me, Dylan Friend's... um, Maybe that's a part of a community where someone goes like, "All right, that's one of my yes. little content yes. community things." Push pull. <clears throat> that's something that I want to get something out of. Playing golf. That's something yes. that I want to get a part of. My local football or netball club. That's yes. something I want to get a part of. And instead of having that one thing, you've actually can you can choose. Yes, you can choose where you want to go to get your energy and get your community and have your support and learn 100%. things and go from there. So it's actually a really interesting. Um, it's actually a really interesting topic when you think about it because you can think into your life and go like, "What, what am I? What am I?" choosing to be a part of yes and yeah for a while especially with um you know we'll jump to this part now with with what i love about you guys and i heard you talking on a a podcast um recently about this and you said you're talking about the difference between apparel and merchandise Mm. which is really funny because i like you know for dylan friends i do merchandise yeah and when I see someone wear that, like, that is, honestly, like, that's mm. better than anything. Yeah. Like, for someone to be walking around wearing something with your name on it, like, it, mm. it is, means more than you can even say. Without crying, it means incredible, man. Yeah. But I, for ages, I was always like, I don't want merchandise. I want to have apparel, you know? Yeah. I want to be, I want to have a brand yeah. and stuff. And I yeah. was like, it flipped me quickly. I was like, merchandise is the, way better. Yeah. <laughs> for someone to actually wear merch, yeah. like, merchandise of a brand, whether that's Nike Nike's merch. Yes. Really. Everything's merch. Everything is. It's all merch. It's not apparel.
1: Everything is merch that you wear. But that's what ties it back to is like you almost almost buy into something like, you know, you're talking about like the different parts of like a community. Like you buy into that merchandise because you might see like LeBron James wearing it. Yeah. Like you're not just buying it because of Nike. You're buying it because of like you relate to something. Yeah. And that's like what you were talking about and like tying it back into like what I do is like- I feel like we've been able to grow and hopefully continue to grow is because we're trying to be as transparent and relatable. We're not trying to be fake in, yeah. in the sense of, a, of, a, of, a, of the times of where there's so much social media and so many things that like, you know, you're led to believe you need and, and need to look like and stuff like that. We just try to strip it down as basic as like, like how we would do something. Like, we're just young guys. We just want to have fun. Yeah, and, and to be transparent yeah.
0: as well with this, which we'll, I'll, even if you have questions of me today or I yeah, have of course, millions yeah. of you, but like, and I'm meaning this in a, in a good way, like you three are in the business at the moment, yourself, George and Ed, like you have no skills in this like field, do you? No. And I'm meaning that in like the... <laughs> no, zero. Like, you, like, <laughs> you are completely unqualified for yeah. what you're doing, as am I. Yeah. Like I have no fucking yeah. idea and I think people know that yeah. to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> but, I, like, there's no qualifications whatsoever that have happened of this. And I think that's a beautiful message too. Like, yourself who, um, you know, played some VFL footy, which we'll, we'll get into that story later. Um, I've no idea, fucking idea what George did. Ed played <laughs> um, for St Kilda yeah. as well. A yeah. uh, bit with Bo- Box Hill Hawks. Yeah. I think that's where you guys that's met. That's where really, But it's, I think it's, that's a, another cool message. And, again, you've sort of said it with holistically. Don't think about this as, as push-pull and Dylan Friends or anything else today. Think of this as, like, yeah. if you want to build something. Yeah. 100%. If you're listening and you're thinking about, fuck, I want to do this, I want to do that. Yeah. These are some pretty candidates here, especially you three, like that you've been able to do this and <laughs> yeah, but I'm really skilled <laughs> 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 and, and, you, and you haven't had much, you've just gone out and done it really, 100%. practiced and just made mistakes.
1: I, like I can further shed a bit of light on that. Like I know I finished school. Um, Where'd you, know, you go to school? St. Kevin's. St. Kevsey's. So Yeah did my, did my, uh, full tenor there. I yep. don't know if that's even a saying, I'm Sure, but it we'll is. run with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so went to school there, finished school, went to schoolies, came back and I'm going, what, like, what the fuck am I doing with my mm. life? Like, um, I come from like an Italian background, you know, they're really, you know, my parents and my family have been super supportive to me. Like family is one of my massive values as well. And, you know, they, they've supported me, they've put me through a really good school and, you know, they've been raised to, you know, you, you need to go to university now and you need to almost get this job and, you know, like, but but it's not, th- their way of thinking wasn't wrong. It's only the way that they've been taught, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um, which I, I'd never, you know, I ne- I'm never angry at the way they try to raise me because, you know, that's the way that they've been taught. But, you know, the times do change and and that's something that, that is really interesting is, is people who are, brought up in a certain way and they're not used to times changing it's also on us to also educate them you know sometimes we're like oh why don't you get this it should just be like this because we're in this certain time era or period um we also need to educate and that's something that i know for me i never really educated my my parents on mm. um but anyway going through that
0: that I, that's a really common thing though isn't it for a yeah. lot of a lot of people especially in the entrepreneurial world i i, I speak for myself you know i, I come from quite a Opposite in that, my family sort of—I think they believed in me too much, sort of thing. Like they, I think they just thought I'd work it out. And but for for a lot of people, um, it's really hard for that parents going, we want to push you down this way, yep. push you versus the other way. So how yep. did you, how did that, was it, how did those conversations
1: go? Oh, uh, it was, it was hard. Yeah. Like, uh, there was a time periods there where I was like very, I'm, I'm someone as well as like, if I get told to do something, I'll do the opposite. Mm. Like I need to do, I need to learn myself. I need to, I'm very hands on. Like if someone says, don't touch the hot boiling kettle, I'm going to touch it yep. because like, I I don't know, that's just who I am and I need to figure it out for myself. And that's something I guess like that I struggled with in the early days um, however, like, you know, once I sort of decided to rip that, rip the bandaid off and actually show some initiative and, you know, I went out there and this is how I actually start, how I got into pushball was I went out, I didn't have a lot of money and I brought a screen printing silk press, um, and started screen printing t-shirts and tote bags. And, you know, that's how I started. Like I just went out there, had a couple hundred bucks, brought something, learnt myself, mm. did it. And... From, from there, like, I'm sitting here now because, like, that's just who I am. I've worked really hard. I have to do things myself, and that's the way I learn. And I think by doing that, I've almost educated, like, my family. Like, that's that's who I am. And I think they realize that, and they're super proud of me. And, and in saying that, I'm not ever uh, ungrateful for the way I've been raised because I'm super grateful, like, for my heritage, my background, everything that my parents and family have done for me to even – me into, you know, a really good school and all these opportunities with football and driving me here and there, like, mm. I'm beyond grateful. But it was just an interesting combination of like, you know, like, I just didn't know what I wanted to do. And but I knew there was something out there for me. I just knew it. Mm. Um, but it's Yeah, that's sort of hard to like, tell your parents, like, like, just let me do my thing. And I'll, I'll find it and I'll figure it out. And I don't think they ever got that. They're like, oh, do this course now. Do that course. And I'd go there and I'd sit in these courses and I'd be like, what am I doing? Yeah, <laughs> I don't, like, you know, I'd, I've done like three courses and I just would sit there, just almost appease my 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 parents um, because, you know, like, that, that's how I've been raised, to show respect. Yep. Um, And, you know, then from there, I guess, like, I, I had enough, ripped the Band-Aid off, brought a screen printing silk press and... The rest of sort of history.
0: KO's got you covered for this footy season with every game of every round, live and ad break free during play. AFL. Here we go. Carlton vs. Melbourne with no ad break string play. That is going to be an absolute banger. Last time these two got together, well, not the last time. When I was there, I kicked three. Freer vs. Swans live with no ad break during play, exclusive in Victoria. And the Hawks versus Saints live with no ad break during play is going to be an absolute blockbuster. It's a must win for both of these teams. And don't forget the NBA playoffs. Gee whiz, they are going off at the moment. So many big games to mention, and they will be absolutely enthralling. Watch every game live with with both Eastern and Western conferences live with ESPN on KO. There is absolutely plenty of room for everyone, so get on board with KO now. Also available on Hubble. How <laughs> um, how weird? Like, and again, I I, I don't have any uh, children as yet, but I want to. One part, maybe, of reverse advice that I would give to anyone out there that had kids, and I. I T- tell me if you agree with this or not. Yeah. like, I think the best lesson you can give your kids is just to, like make mistakes and like mm. make them fuck up as much as possible. Hundred percent. Like, um, rather than pushing them into certain things, you just got to let them, let them learn. Hundred um, percent.
1: That's funny you say that. I, I I don't know where I saw it. I don't know if it was on The Sopranos. Maybe it wasn't on The Sopranos. Yeah. Or it was on like a TikTok. I don't know where it was, but it was like, um, I don't want to. Like, this person said he didn't want to push his children to do anything. He just wanted to hold his hand to where the child was taking him. Yes. And like, just be there. <laughs> I like that, man. i got to get goosebumps with that one. No,
0: there's. There, yeah. I, and I bring up, bring up Joe Rogan a lot lately as well, weirdly, because I've been listening to a lot of his stuff. But he was saying the same thing, like, around uh, at the moment, they reckon, you know, they talk about our our uh ilk like our age demographic yes, that we, yep. we're sort of not as good as what the old generation was and yes, stuff yep. and i reckon it's a lot to do with we got like over parented nearly okay i didn't let like people make mistakes i don't know why we're getting into parenting right now we're, <laughs> we're both not parents but anyway
1: it's interesting make mistakes but um, it is super interesting like yeah. it's like well also this opportunity as well uh, like I, i'm a person who's like i'm very present i sometimes struggle to like reflect hmm. And like, even right now, I feel like it's like, I'm feeling like I'm reflecting a lot more, which is something that like, I feel like I need to do more. And yeah, it's like, it's a, it's a, I don't know, I feel very comfortable. I know. That's good. Right now, I just feel very comfortable. It's like, I don't even know why we're talking about this stuff, but like just reflecting on like stuff that has allowed me to get to where I'm sitting here right now. Mate, it's
0: it's a good process. Like, I don't know if anyone's still listening to this, but when you (laughs) sometimes like – I saw a really funny, funny meme the other day and it was like podcasting was invented for men – to talk about their <laughs> troubles with other men, it's like you know we have to record it and let everyone else listen yeah, to yeah. it versus just doing it. Yeah. And I think for me, like that's been the most beautiful part. It's like I would never do this if it wasn't doing it for a job. You know, like yeah. I think about things you learn from other people. Yeah. These, this is such an incredible experience for one, for me, just to pick your brain, learn about things. You know, learn about you, the way you've done things, all those sort of things. But also for for me to think back to other shit that I've done, how yeah. did it work, all those yeah. sorts of bits. So, I I honestly reckon like. Putting your phone down and just going and chatting with people, getting coffee, learning their story is yeah. the best, like best advice I could give anyone. Just to learn 100%. Shit from other people, hundred um, percent. It's there. Hey, let's um. A really part of interesting part of your story that, and we'll jump around a lot today that I want to get to. But around your footy stuff, I don't think we ever crossed paths uh, playing. No, we didn't. But I don't um, think we did. No, no, I don't think so. I uh, I would would have known. You probably would have been tagging me. Um, <laughs> did you, you – you played a bit of – well, you played a lot of, of VFL footy. Yeah. I played You had a, you had a, a chance to be rookie at Hawthorne. Yeah, so – What the hell happened with that, man? Uh, and that's so cool that you said,
1: like, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, Will – like, so that happened this year as well. So, like, so I did the pre-season. There with this, this, this at season. the start of the year. Wow. So, yeah, this year's been a roller coaster of emotions. Like, a lot of things have happened and um, – yeah, but uh, straight out of school, like, you know- I've Was footy the dream at 18, like, yes, to get drafted? Yes, yeah. like, uh, under 16s, like, pretty handy footballer. Yep. Um Played TAC Cup for Oakley Chargers and then um, uh, for St. Kevin's. Yep. And then, you know, like, you've always been told, like, you're a good footballer and you should be drafted and all this. And then my top age, year, I had stress fractures in my back and I was a little bit behind. And then I sort of just gave up and I just- I know I sort of just just realized like I was so far off it um, in, in, my year, in my top age year. Um, and that was a hard thing to come to terms with. Like you're like, oh, football, like this is the dream. This is what I want to do. And um, and I'm really struggling here in year 12. And even then I, I didn't really have anyone to talk to about it. Like it was really frowned upon, I guess, or not frowned upon, but I was scared of what my mates would think. Like if I went and spoke to someone or you know, like, a, you know, uh, yeah, it was a really hard time in my life, I reckon. Mm. Um, but I wouldn't change it for the world because, you know, it's, a, it's gotten me, all these experiences have gotten me to where I am today. Um, but yeah, so that sort of happened. And then, um, you know, I went to schoolies, came back and then I was f- trying to figure out what I was doing with my life and I didn't know. And then uh, Box Hill gave me a call up and they said, come down, we're not going to guarantee your contract, but come down and train. And, and then I guess, I guess I just had a really good preseason that first year and ended up playing like 12 senior games my first year at Mm. Box Hill, which is pretty good. I was pretty pretty happy about. And then from there, I guess I started that really, really special relationship with Box Hill, which I'm forever grateful for. And um, I've learned so much uh, about myself being there, um, about, you know, professionalism, team environment, how to deal with other people, um, you know, being coached by the likes of like Chris Newman, Max Bailey, Sammy Mitchell, um, you know, people you look up to who've played at the highest level. Um, yeah, it was a, it was an amazing experience and I always had that little slither of hope that I could get there. I always sort of knew deep down I was potentially good enough um, and it was, wasn't was really until Sam Mitchell came and coached me that he sort of really untapped like my potential and and really saw something in me and gave me the opportunity to... Um, come and do a pre-season at the start of this year, which was exciting. Yeah.
0: And what happened with that? Like, so how did that go? Sam Mitchell comes down to coach Box Hill to then, you know, obviously take over yeah. as oh, Hawks coach.
1: It was super, ex- it was super exciting. Like um, he was one of my favorite players growing mm. up as well. So yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, like he yeah, he was a fantastic coach. He he really knew how to um, coach individual players. Like he didn't just have a, a blanket rule for every player. Like it was he knew how to get the best out of every player. And for me, like, um, I don't know if you know, but I I actually suffer with anxiety. So I get real bad anxiety sometimes. And he just really knew how to strip footy back for me and just really get me in my happy spot, um, which was just playing instinctual, um, you know, free flowing football, um, and letting my instincts sort of take over. That's when I know I'm Mm -hmm. at my best when I played footy. And yeah, from there we created a really special relationship and, um, I know. I think he saw something in me and wanted me to come down at the start of this year and have a runaround, which is kind of exciting. Uh, yeah, it was like a lifelong dream to even be given that little bit of an opportunity. So, yeah.
0: so was there like talks of getting rookie to Hawks? Like, yeah, was that On so the table
1: the year the year before that. Um, so not this season gone, but the season before yeah. that. Um, like mid-season draft, I was potentially yep. going to get picked up. I uh, missed out by one spot. Wow. So. Um, which to the Hawks, which is kind of crazy. So they they picked John Newcomb, yeah, um, and um, oh, what's his name, Callow, J- Jason Callow. Yep, they call him Buckets. And I, if they didn't, if he got picked up before, I was going to go. Shit. Yeah. Then, so it's funny how the world works. It's really funny how the world works. And then, um, yeah, I, I I sort of believe like that the the spot was there for me. Like I was the only person training and everyone was saying like, you know, you've got this and, um, yeah, but at that time I was, I was really struggling. I was, you know, I I got to where I wanted to get to in terms of my dream as a young kid, but I guess I was fighting this struggle of like, I think I've got a new dream. Yeah. And, and it was really hard because like, I didn't want to let those people down who had put so much time and effort into me to even get that opportunity to play at the highest level um but like yeah yeah it was super hard it was super hard because like yeah i was trying to juggle i was trying to juggle and i just couldn't juggle and i I didn't know which way to go and and i didn't know where to go and and in the end like i just decided to go with like my heart and and my gut and i and i knew like focusing on my work at push pull was something that i really Mm. needed to do um so yeah, <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah. So yeah. What
0: did that, what was that conversation like?
1: Um, so at the time as well, um, Andy Collins was down there. Yep. So he was, um, helping Sam when he was at the VFL as awesome well. Awesome guy, man. Andy he, Collins. When I got a, delisted from, um, Carlton, I
0: was, like, he, I spoke to him about going to Williamstown. Yeah. He's yeah. such a good dude. He's such a good so, dude. He, yeah.
1: he was, um, he's someone who was a massive advocate for me as well and really helped me. Um, yeah. You know unlock my true potential as Mm. well so i was really grateful for the time he put into me um but yeah i was sort of i felt a bit more comfortable talking to him than sam because sam was the head coach i didn't feel like i could just so i was liaising with him and i was like oh i'm really struggling like i think like my heart's in a different direction and you know we just spoke about it um and then he's like it's probably best to give sam a call so i gave sam a call and i just said like this is where my heart's at um He's like, you know, are you sure? And yeah, I just, I just said my hearts, my hearts, my heart was in it, and I gave everything, and I tried my hardest. Um, but like, I just knew, like, I was split, and I needed to make a decision. So cool. Well,
0: it's not cool the situation. Sorry, <laughs> yeah. I was thinking it's. Sorry, I meant it's so cool. Like that. How cool that you had a new dream that surpassed mm-hmm. an old dream. That you were in this like crossroads of going like. Yeah. You know, any young guy um, or girl would would kill to be on an afl list 100%. but to have an opportunity where you're like fuck i've actually got something else i'm keen yeah. on pursuing is a pretty it's a cool problem to have
1: yeah it was a really cool problem I, and it's not to say like i'm better than the afl or better than the like it's that's similar to what no, you, it no, sounds no. like that sounds, it sounds <laughs> no, it's like not that's like what that at saying. all, but it's like yeah it's just like I, I think i was doing it almost for the wrong reasons i was yeah. trying to appease others rather than myself yeah and I really had to look at myself in the mirror and go like, oh, like, wh- what are you doing, Vincent?" And I was like, "This is where my heart's at," and um, I just knew that I could, like, I could leave a bigger impact on my environment doing what I'm doing. Push pull, like, as well. Not to say that you couldn't have gone on and played 300 games and won oh, premierships, no,
0: but you could, you could have. <laughs> no. and like, you definitely could have with with everything. But also, like, when you see a future in something, that's like, it's hard to not follow that path. 100. Like, percent And two parts in this see if I can remember them both. One was a pod that I've been referring to a lot lately. We went back and had a chat with uh, Ali Tarai and Vin Gian, these guys that I'll, I'll, let you, I'll give you the link that I did with them yes, to have a listen to it. But he spoke about this thing called like recalibration in your life and a lot of the things that we get when we're like we hit 30, that age, you, you look back and you go like, oh, all right, I've got my dream car. I've got my you know AFL career at Hawthorne. Yep. I've got my dream house. I'm living here. I've got my, you know, these sort of things. And you look back, and people go, "Fuck!" Like, is this actually what I wanted? Because you're living a dream that you decided when you're 18. Yeah. And you and you get to that stage, and you go, "Fuck me!" Like I've hit all my dreams, but yeah. I didn't recalibrate. Of actually, yeah. in that time of getting to what I got, yeah, I've actually changed. Everything about myself. I yeah. no longer actually want to do this. So my values are different. I don't want that car anymore. I'm more, you know, I'm more into my mopeds. Yeah. Like <laughs> different sorts of things you don't realise. Yeah. So that part of like recalibration and be able to identify that you're not just following I don't want to say the rat race, but you're not just following a dream that you had when you were 16, yeah. 17, 18 versus think about actually what you like now. You might have gone into law. Yeah. And be like, you know, fuck that. I'm actually more of a creative. Or yeah. you might have been doing creative and be like, you know what, I actually really like structure yeah. now. Let's change it and recalibrate yeah. because yeah. you can. Yeah. You can pivot things so quickly.
1: That's like you've hit the nail on the head there because that's you. so that <laughs> legit though. Because yeah. like that's also like a message I'd like to say as well, especially like kids coming out of school, you don't need to know what you what like what your future is. It's like It's cool to have like an idea and it's good to be proactive and doing something, right? Like you don't want to just be sitting at home, but you don't need to know like because doors open, things happen. When you push, pull. Yeah, correct. And, you you know, like things happen and like like experiences happen and it's like if you're just set on one thing, you sometimes block yourself out from all these other things. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And that's something that I came to really – appreciate and be grateful for as well was like um, all these footballers as well are just normal guys and that's something that I really um, took what I really took away from the experience is there's so many guys in there who have different aspirations and different things that they're doing and things like hobbies that they're really interested in and from the outskirts as someone who hasn't been inside the fours and I guess you'd probably know more than anyone is like they're just normal guys and they're put on this like pedestal and it's like I could only imagine how they'd feel at times to even be able to like express themselves or do something and not be scrutinized or judged for, mm. you know, trying something different or doing something. And yeah. that's what I like, I, like something that I was playing up in my head. I was like, it would be really fucking hard. Like I could only imagine like, you know, I've only been here for like a couple of months. I could only imagine like the, the players who've been there for a long time, like your identity is football. And it's like, but in hindsight, like a lot of them have different identities that don't really get, expressed or they don't really get to their full potential of what their identity could be as well. And that's something that I took away from it that Mm. like, you know, I'm grateful that I can like say like I played football at a, at a nice level, but I also have my other identity as well. And I hopefully, hopefully they go hand in hand. And in saying that they really have, because I say like all the football boys, they love like the stuff that I'm doing and, and, and also in there, it's like a little community of people in the AFL wearing the stuff. And I guess, from what we we're talking about at the start like i guess maybe they buy the stuff or like the stuff because you know they feel a part of of that of that um of push pull and that's yeah. the way maybe they can feel like they can express themselves or feel a part of that other identity as well maybe yeah yeah i love um
0: what you're saying there yeah. and what we've just sort of been talking about as well and so how old are you now you're 24? 24 24 yeah. 24 so like already having those experience at a young age like that's really lucky. Like mine didn't sort of my first learning, my first big learning probably didn't hit me till I was like twenty seven. Yeah, yeah. So like to have that at that age is awesome. Some people might take even longer. Like yep. that's how it is. We're all in different times. One hundred percent. One thing um, that's awesome is like, a, and even another part that um, Ali, who is like a he's like an unofficial mentor for me, just like <laughs> okay. calls me just for like bits of wisdom sometimes, yep. and he always says like fail fast. Yeah, you know, like fail fast. You'd rather – and this is one thing that I've really um, – when you're talking about footy players, mate, athletes or anyone like that, they're just as shit scared as, as everyone of yep. what's going on, if not more. Yeah. Because if you're um, – one thing I look at with my sort of career, failing fast at sort of 27, getting delisted and having and – it gave me time to then work out what I wanted to do next yep. and like I still was young enough where you see these guys that I sometimes think, fuck me, man. If I'd have lasted three more years, that would have yeah. set me back so much longer. Yeah, because then I didn't have all this other time yeah. to do all this other shit. I almost wish that you know I got delisted earlier because I would have <laughs> no, been younger no. to like do. I don't, but you know, <laughs> you, like you know, but young age when you got on your side, you've got that time yeah. to sort of experience and, and do those things. So failing fast, like getting in and knowing if it's not the right thing, you can pivot, you yeah. can move and do yeah. um, different stuff, which is which is really cool. And That's that, really really interesting. And that pre-season was. So fucking oh,
1: hard. Mate, hard. I, don't, I was like, I "What don't the re- fuck is going yeah. on
0: here?" I don't regret. I, like don't, I
1: can't don't. do. I'm like, I'm no good in the gym. Like, I'm like yeah. trying to do these gym sessions. I'm like, <laughs> fucking out. Just get me out there with the footy. Like, that's all I can do. I was the opposite. I was just like, let's get in the gym. (laughs) I don't want to go out there.
0: I don't want to go out on the the pitch. It's too hard. Um, No, it's good. It's good, mate. I'm not regretting it uh, at the moment when you see all the boys going back for preseason. Oh, yeah. uh,
1: Are you playing VFL this year? So I've decided to have a year off. First time time ever. First time since I can remember. Like, I'm just... Just having a rest. You like, gotta have to keep fit though, man. Do you know yeah. what's a really big thing
0: is like um when you're so used to something for a while and this really hit me hard, yep. like is advice for when you retire prematurely. <laughs> um is you go from like being a super fit person to not working anymore, you, you can get like really down on yourself, yeah, and yeah. you sort of blow out a little bit, and like you just feel shit because yeah. you're not in your routine of working, you don't know, prioritize. Yeah. So I'd say like you've got to hit the pa- you know you got to pound the pavement, you got to get yeah. back in the gym and do those things because I didn't for like twelve months and I I got so fucking sedentary and okay yeah just flat like
1: yeah that's that's it's funny you're touching on that because like. Whenever I used to train, I always used to associate, like, running with, like, I have to do this for football. Yeah. Therefore, I hated it. I didn't like doing, um, you know, the, the one 3Ks and all that sort yeah. of stuff. I hated that stuff. Um, but at the moment, I actually have been doing a bit of running. Just for the sake of running, like, I put, like, some music in and I just run and I actually am enjoying it. It's good. Because, like, I know, like, I'm not doing this. To like dominate a time trial. Like I'm just running for the sake of running. Yeah, running for your own, like, you know, clear your head. Legit. It, yeah. It's actually, it is so good. You're so right. Like when you run, like, I don't know, the endorphins and all that sort of stuff, like mm. they kick in, like you can have a real hard day, like looking on your computer all day and you can go up there, run. In the nature for a little bit and you're like, oh, fuck, like yeah. I feel pretty good. I know. so I know. Man, we, we were talking about before, but I'm sort of bringing I'm,
0: – I'm wearing the hokers at the yeah. moment. I don't know
1: if that's how you say it. Hockers uh, or hockers? I, I, I pronounce the hocker. Hocker? The yeah. hocker. I don't know,
0: but I'm wearing them and I, I'm sort of trying to bring them into like a bit of a street – like people do it. The, oh, I like it.
1: I think, I think it, it like goes with your aesthetic. Thank you.
0: Thank you. So I'm wearing like my chinos, my hawkers, hokers, hokers, and then I'm wearing a push-pull vest and I'm feeling cool, but also – what we do in the studio, because we're trying to like push each other work out a bit more. It's like when I wear my runners to work, I'm more inclined to go for a run or go for go to the gym. I love that. at that time. So we've been um, we've been really cool. Hey, you know what's interesting?
1: I'm <laughs> um, to bring that. Is that our right uh, trademark? You've got that trademark. No, 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 you can do that. Can I bring that into the office? Do it to the mate. It's I'll actually, do it. It's I'll get re- Georgie in there, <laughs> mate. It's really you know good. What? He's got two pairs of the hockers. Does he really yeah. likes the hockers? He likes
0: the hockers. Hocker George. Okay. <laughs> That's interesting. <laughs>
1: Mate, the Hawkers are great. They're really- I'll I'm going to have to- We'll have to uh, maybe put them on the company card yeah, and get a I've few- Yeah, I've got the
0: Cliftons. Um, funny story, actually. <laughs> okay. Oh, I, I'm not meant to say that. I, I went to- um, The other day, I was- I needed a new pair of runners. Yeah. And for me as well, we spoke about a bit of anxiety stuff before, yeah. but I, I, I also uh, get anxious. You know, a lot of people do. Yeah. That's that's how it works. And I was I was in probably a pretty bad spot for myself. Yeah. And I was like, a big thing for me that helps is, is running. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? A bit of retail therapy. I'm going to go get myself a new pair of runners to motivate yeah. myself to get out there and, yeah. and get back into running. So I went down to Vic Gardens yeah. in Richmond. With and the big Ikea up there.
1: Yeah. The where $3 meatballs. Is, yeah. is it the $1 meatballs? Yeah. Well, <laughs> I like
0: the veggie ones, oh, the veggie balls. Oh, yeah, you're Yeah, the, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. But they're nice. <laughs> yes. And I went in there. I went to Rebel. I was like, fuck, there's nothing. It was just like, it must be not the, it doesn't have anything that good in there. Vic Gardens are a bit, what do you reckon? Anyway, and and I was walking through Vic Gardens and then I went to Athlete's Foot. Yeah. And I was in there and I was like, fuck, there's some hawkers in there. This is going to be great. Yeah. And I was like, oh, because I'm like, I could care less yeah. how comfy they are. I need them to look good, you know? So I was like, I don't want the big black bulky ones yeah. or the these. I, I need something that looks cool. I want them and then I'll run more. Yeah. So I went in there and she's like, oh, can you walk on the machine? I was like, oh, fuck, man. I don't really want to walk on the machine, you know? Like, I, I was in a shopping center, like- Walk, like on my lunch break, having an anxiety attack, yeah. walking in, you know, like they're trying to see my gait
1: yeah, of the, my foot, the, the like, arches and yeah, all that. Like stuff. Yeah, like measuring it up. Yeah.
0: And I'm like, oh, if someone fucking sees me right now, this is so embarrassing. Like, <laughs> I'm just in full, like, jeans, jumper, everything, walking in the middle of Vic Gardens on a treadmill. Yeah. Anyway, got my gait, got my shoe size, got my arch port, And she said, these are going to be great for you. I tried them on. Um, and got them and they have been really cool
1: and they're the ones you're wearing right they're now they am wearing right <laughs> they look so good. so I'm yeah like they're, they're comfy as so I like I mean, what's that neutral it's a bit of a grey yeah it's, a, it's actually it's like, really like it's, like a, um, it's like a bluey it's like a it's like a bluey grey yeah they're called like the Hocker, the, um, the Hocker Clifton
0: tones yeah they're nice I really like them but it's um, <laughs> it's interesting anyway that's, I don't know where I was going with that story but. <laughs> I like the shoes. Sorry, Darcy. He's looking at me like oh, I fucking I hate me too, mate. Don't worry, it's okay. <laughs> um, mate, let's talk about a little bit. I think would be really cool to do is I want to treat this as like a bit of a one hundred and one sort of segment for anyone listening out there around if they wanted to go out and just create something. Yeah. Okay. Stripe. You know, we'll talk about push pull and maybe if if it needs me to jump in on certain parts to talk about the podcast wherever that's happening. But yeah, talking about starting a brand a business with friends yeah. 101. What are some do's, what are some don'ts that you mm. straight straight away, you know? It's it's a tough thing starting a business with friends.
1: Yeah. Oh. But it's successful can, as well. I can attest to that. Like I know I've had a bit of strife with that this yep. year as well. Like uh broke up with my ex uh, not girlfriend, but business partner. Yep. As well, which was super it was actually around the time that I decided to leave football as well. Oh, wow. So I was like compounding Stress, like anxiety, yeah, it was it was really hard. And and uh, I just want to say like I'm super grateful for like um, George who is now my business partner as well. He was a massive rock and also my girlfriend as well who just want to give him a quick yeah. shout-out because, yeah, like I wouldn't um, be here as well without them. Yeah, I was uh, in some dire straits. But, yeah, they they really did help me um, yep. through it. So super grateful. But um, definitely, definitely starting um, – If you're passionate about something, definitely, you should definitely go for it and, and don't worry about like the logistics of everything straight away. Just, just know that you have a vision and your heart's in the right place. And, and then from there, try to like, for me, like I I just decided to rip the bandit off. Like I didn't have a lot of money and I just invested it straight away into this screen printing press and any second free i had i just youtube i learned i trialed i failed we're talking about failure and like i just i just improved so quickly so like it's 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 good to say like what you want to do but like actually do it like that's something that i can attest to it's like you know have a have a plan of what you want to do and then prioritize what you need to get done and just slowly start ticking away at it you don't need to be uh virgil abloh off white. in a day you just need to be the better version of yourself the next day you just need to be able to do what you couldn't do that day the next day Mm. um that's something that i really have learned um yeah would you sell (laughs) your first t-shirt you ever created or first tote bag you ever created would that get a run on the pushball website today (sighs) that's a good question that's a really good question I'm a bit weird though, so I didn't, I didn't mind that sort of stuff I was doing as well. Okay, that's good. Like, <laughs> Yeah, okay. I reckon I would get a run. That's good. I so would what,
0: get a run. Good, because what I was more meaning with that is like it's you, – you nearly would need to – well, you're not because you're stylish maybe, but nearly <laughs> don't wait for something, the perfect thing. Yeah. Like I'm so embarrassed by – I say this all the time, but I'm so embarrassed by my first sort of 10 episodes because they're like – it's hardly a thing. You know, that they go for like 13 minutes, they're a bit cringy, Yeah. Bit extremely cringy, and it's like if you started <laughs> – if you started, um, if you're not embarrassed by your
1: business when you first started that yeah. you started too late. Yeah. I think uh, like, yeah, uh, maybe you could be my mentor. Like I I, I like just throw, uh, I don't know, maybe that, could, now <laughs> maybe it. you could be yeah. the mentor. I like just because for me as well, like I'm, I don't know, like I just say things but like I don't have someone to like connect the dots. Yeah, we can connect them together. I'd love you. There you I'd go. love for you to, to help but um, what you were just saying there, 100% makes sense. It's like, if I look back at what we first started to doing, it's not what I'd like to be doing right now. Yes. So therefore, like, I probably wouldn't release it now. But like those things at the time, at the time, get me to where exactly. I am now. So I'm like grateful for those things, and I wouldn't change those things. Um, yep. So yeah, that's yeah. You like what you just said then is 100 like 100 yep. correct. Yes. Love it. To like to be honest, for me though, it's like weird. Like I find it hard to like give advice. Because I don't actually have a blueprint. Like, I don't know, like, what I'm doing. So it's, like, sort of hard to, like, give advice. You know what I mean? I think that's the most beautiful thing, though, man. Like, that's
0: actually the best part about it is... Yeah. Oh, I've had, like, a half of a bloke in a bar. And, <laughs> and I don't want this to sound too, like, uh, inspirational, which it isn't, but if anyone fucking pretends like they know what they're doing, yeah. they're lying. Yeah. No one has any yeah. idea. Yeah. Like if I tried to do the same thing again, it wouldn't work. Yeah. So it's just like all about exactly like you said, just getting
1: started, yeah. following the momentum and just keep going. 100%. But yeah, yeah. I think like, but in what you're saying is like in getting started, something, a piece of advice that I would give is like, try to be like organized with what you're doing as yeah, well. Okay. Cause that actually for, for us in the past, like we would go into doing things like really unorganized and then you're almost in a room and it's pitch black and you're getting hit and you don't know where it's coming from whereas now like we're still like not organized gods but like we're a little bit more organized where like we've got this nice ring light on it's still like black everywhere but like you, you're still going to get hit but you can sort of see a little bit more um and that's due to like organization i guess and like trying to plan um around like for us like drops and getting um samples in earlier so that we're not stressed because. The aim of the game with like clothing is like there's a lot of stress because there's not a lot here in Melbourne that you can control because a lot of the stuff's coming overseas. we're not heavily massive in manufacturing here in Australia and Melbourne per se, and and hopefully that changes. It'd be so cool for the day when you know hopefully some big factories come up. Maybe it's a future push pull thing. There we go down in the works there. But um, tease that. You know, it's definitely, that's something that Ed's um, brought along and I guess he's a real serious um, guy where he's very organized from his footy days um, and that structure that he's brought that in to sort of help us get um, almost like a quarter ahead of what we're doing. Yeah. Um, And it's not to say like if you're just starting that you need to know what you're doing a year ahead, but the more organized you can get, it will help your path, uh, uh, you know, go a little bit more smoother. That's I don't know I don't know if that's any any uh any fuck I can't even speak no now. that makes sense I don't even know if that's helpful it but is. like that I know for me that's helped me a lot
0: so well yeah. mate like in context <laughs> to what we did like we um used to record an episode and then release it that week and then yeah. I was like well why don't we just fucking try and get like three weeks in advance and we're yeah. not stressing about yeah. getting something out and yeah. you're just constantly in this battle of like going bang 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 and if you need to stop for a week and just regroup like 100%. you're better off doing that than putting out subpar things
1: you're not happy with 100 um, i totally agree it's also like um for us that we're learning now as well is like putting the time into like any idea as well actually helps the idea come out really well so it's like in the past would come up with like a a skit or like a video and we'll just do it like on the fly and we're sitting there and we're like you're almost like bicker because you like want it to go well but it's like oh i want it to look like this and now we're just like legit like you're saying like in advance we sit down we've got like a video idea we brainstorm it we we plan like different angles and mm-hmm. how it could look and therefore we attack it on the day and it's not like any stress on the day you just yep. go out and you do it um that's something that um we have found helps a lot and reduces stress. Yeah, no, definitely. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's another part. Um, just been thinking about this while we've been talking as well,
0: and and more just of a something that I've just been reflecting on the whole time is where you look at push pull now. It's not like maybe I'm not saying that people would assume this, but maybe some people look, oh look, like they just went together and started this business push pull, or and it's just gone great. But you think about it, like your flip and shoes probably on Facebook Marketplace. Yeah. Like I'm assuming. Then you go to Camwell Market, you build this store, then you go to this, you start this, then it gets into push-pull. Yeah. And I look at my own little career like that too, and it's like I was doing playing footy, doing like club stuff for Carlton Footy yeah. Club, went to um, do a club podcast yeah. with uh, a girl that worked at the club, yeah. got to listed, went to Sydney and did yeah. radio with Triple M, went there every Tuesday night, then went and started my own podcast from there. So it's like there were so many failed... Yeah. Businesses on the way that got yeah. to the next one. 100%. And may, sometimes I think maybe Dylan Friends is the stepping stone for the next thing. 100%. Which I don't know. Maybe that's true. So maybe it's the could same be, as you guys. Could have so, been more yeah, well, It will be, which is exciting, <laughs> um, which is a big one. Hey, something I'd love to talk about with you as well, because this is something that's really helped me, I suppose. Um, and when i probably talking about Dylan Friends here and producing the, the business that, you know, supports all of the podcasts that we do, is what's been really um, great is with myself and the team is like, we've really identified, um, and I've never really spoken about this on the pod and would, would definitely go into it deeper if people were interested, but around the roles that people play. Yeah. And like, and I've got a business partner in, um, out of Baldwin with producer who, you know, he started off being a mentor of mine. We went to the same school. He's, um, you, we actually, you know, he's about seven, eight years older than me. Um, but was like a mentor, helping me with doing friends then we sort of identified that we could turn this into a business and yep. that's how it worked and he's yep. he's a very um uh, a, or, uh how do i say it Anal- analytical business he's so good at like meetings and structuring and note-taking yep. and business development and all these like incredible things that like the business we wouldn't even be doing what we do yep. without it but then he lets me play my role and i can go out and build mm. relationships with people, bring clients in, um, work with brands and maybe bring stuff in like that. So yeah. I, I think there's a really important role in that. And then we've got, you know, the big D-bomb over here in the corner <laughs> who's just the wizard on he – He's looking loved, good in that he, push forward. He is looking a, good in the push as as well. it looks he, He's, you know, he's one of the best uh, videographers in, in Australia. He loves his editing. He loves doing his more green stuff. Sam, executive producer, who just puts stuff together. So I think it's like – it's nearly a footy team. Yes. Like just yeah. getting your roles, you know, you can't have six – uh, big blokes just going in and punching the footies. Sometimes you need like, you
1: know, your forward pocket, your halfback fingers and working out what does what. So how does that work for you? 100%. That's something that um, I guess we early days like struggled with, like was like what roles people play. Um, and I guess like with that, like ca- came along with like a bit of ego and like, you know, like I guess early days push-pull, um, there was a lot of egos going around and like, oh, I wanted to go in this direction, that direction. There's a lot of headbutting, And I think what the team right now, what we've done really well is strip it right back and realize that push-pull is its own entity. It's its own living being. That's how we like to address it now. It's like push-pull is, is push-pull and we're just cogs in the machine now they work for push mm. That's how we see it. Like yeah, it's like a footy club. Legit, legit. And that's like how, like why I value football so much is because I've learned so much from football that I've been able to tie it back into like- it's Very interesting. Back into um, push pool. But, you know, now we've really been able to identify roles and what people love to do in the business. And from there, we've just allowed this awesome organic ability for the people in pushpool to flourish. We've got George who I would probably say is the heart and soul of push 100%. He, he is just a, just the biggest heart, the biggest energy you'd ever meet. Mm. Um, I know you've met him a few times and, you know, he just loves life and, and you know, he's been through a lot of things in his own um, journey and I'm super proud of him, of where he, where he's at right now. But, you know, he, he does the social media and um, he's in charge of that and he's just flourished. Like from where he's come from to where he is now, like we're talking about unformally um, trained, like, you know, he – wasn't formally trained in social media at all. And now he's the person who probably has gotten us to 33,000 followers. Do you know what I mean? Mm. And he always replies back to everyone on Instagram. It's unbelievable. He sees, he, I love what he always says. He says he doesn't see the 33,000 followers as, um, I'll probably get his uh, saying wrong, mm. but he doesn't see the 33,000 followers as just a number. He sees them as like, he em- envisions them as being in a, in a room. And he's in a room with 33,000 people and he wants to give them as much of himself that they deserve. Like, you know, we go on on Instagram and it's just numbers, you know, like you follow this person, that person, but he really, actually, I don't know how he does it, but he strips it back and and tries to get in there like as if he's in a room with them all. Mm. And, and kudos to him. Like, you know, I, I love him to be a tease. You know, he's more than like a brother to me. You know, That's some, Sometimes, you know, he even says like we're in like a, re- a relationship a bit. So it's mm. it's weird, but um, you know, I love him so much, and I'm super proud of what he's doing. Um, Ed's like, you know, recently come on board as well. Um, and he's doing he's doing some really really beautiful things. Um, he's helped really steer the ship into the direction that we'd love Pushbull to go. You know, we've got all these ideas, but then like how do we prioritise what we need to do? How do we structure things? He's really brought a level of uh, professionalism and he's really – Pushing us into the direction that push pull needs to go. We've also got um, Dylan Walsh. I don't know if you know him. He does Garden State Journal. I, I, I've spoken to him and stalked all his content. He's he, incredible. One of the one of he the he's unbelievable. He's check that page out. As yeah, well, check guys. it out. It's Garden State yeah. Journal. He's yeah, an on absolute, Instagram TikTok. Yes, yeah. absolute gun. Um, he's working with us now, a, f- uh, a couple of days a week and. And he's taking, he's taking push pull to the next level. Like where we're going through a different phase of like, um, not branding, but like how we're going to promote our garments We we really want to pre- present our garments to be not massive graphics, but more like quality garments that can last a length of time. And with this transition, we just thought like we need someone who can, um, you know, give the value to, to what we're doing. Um, so he's the person who's doing that job and he's doing really, really, really well. And then, yeah, I just do all the creative stuff and, and, um, I guess I try to, um, be like a leader, like for everyone. Like I, I really try to like make sure that everyone's accommodated, that everyone's loving what they're doing, that everyone's voice is heard. And, um, you know, I'm really proud, proud of like my growth in that role as well. And yeah, I'm super proud of everyone in the team. So Yeah, I guess like that's sort of, I don't know, I've I've just gone on for like a bit of a whirlwind. No, it's interesting.
0: And to to give even um, context to this, I literally remembered it as soon as we started talking about it. I saw this post on Instagram the other day, which is incredible. And it's, I'm going to actually give, I I can't believe I've got this ready because I never have these things ready. (laughs) It's from Sahil Bloom. And it said, I recently came across data who we spend our time with. Over the course of our lives, the insights are simultaneously inspiring and depressing. Uh, Here are six graphs everyone needs to see. So this is going to scare Darcy a lot, but basically um, I'll post this up and it says like time spent with family basically means um, peaks in childhood and declines after age of 20. Then it's time spent with friends peaks at 18 and declines sharply to a low baseline at around 30. Yeah. Uh, time spent with partner, so that sort of stays steady from once you get to that you know, 25, 30 and, and stays steady for yeah. the rest of your life, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> um, time spent with children, so that's like from ages 33 to 48 that you spend time with yeah. with them. Spent Time spent with coworkers was the most time yeah. that you will ever spend. And Darcy, this is where he, I didn't want to say it in front of him, he's really worried with this, but it says you will spend a lot of time at work and i don't think we realize how much time we actually spend so it came up like with a summary of basically all these things it said number one families family time is limited yep. cherish it which yep. is really scary when you think about it but yeah, it's something it you need to think about like mm. how much you can you know how much you, you love yep. your parents and love your family but you, you have to cherish those moments with them friend time is limited like prioritize the real ones yep. don't like fuck around with people that you don't have time yep. for and, and you know the older you get the more you realize that you circle small circles big checks you know sure. what I mean that's what you <laughs> want um partner in crime is significant never settle for someone that you're not happy with that's like one of the biggest things like I know how incredible my relationship is I know from speaking to you a lot about your um situation with your partner how incredible yep. she is for you so I think anyone out there within a the relationship make sure that that is Vo- like hundred percent. You know, you, you just can't 100%. that's one thing I've always been strong with mates from both sexes on. Like if you don't think it's right, yeah, it probably isn't. Yeah. So like you gotta fucking don't settle. Because I, there's not one day awake wake up going I don't know about this. Yeah. So I don't want oh, anyone that. else to have it. That's cool. Um children time is precious, be present. I don't have um, kids yet, but I'm I'm sure that I will hopefully be present in that. And then the big one here, which we're talking about with business and work and being able to be in your in your space, which says co worker time is significant, yeah. fine energy. Yeah. Like you think it, you, you nearly spend the most time in your life with yeah. people you work with. Yeah. How it's crazy, actually crazy is that, man?
1: And what, what, what's funny is what you're saying that is like I see those people as like my best friends though. Yeah. Like they're, they're probably like my closest knit group of people that like I could rely on like if I was in struggle, like I would call Georgia Ed yeah. like straight away. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's really funny. That like that is you just don't realize. No, hundred percent. When you think
0: about it, eight hours a day, you know, five days a week, it's it's nearly the people you're going to be around um, the most.
1: And it's so true. Like, yeah, yeah, you need to really like that's something as well. You need to really like invest and have those similar values to make sure that not only that your relationship is going to continue to f- flourish and grow, but also that you you guys are going to like that the team's going to grow with the brand as well and that you're doing everything for the right reasons and not like what I was talking about for egos before that's what it used to be like um and now we've switched and and yeah that's yeah that's that's really that's really that's really cool and Uh, could you send me that I will send you yeah that's the other one
0: as well that's interesting on that point is like that doesn't mean and it's great that you have that relationship with people and, and I do as well but that doesn't mean go and find five best mates and work together. Cause sometimes that's actually not the best thing for no, you. Like hundred percent. You not. need to surround yourself with people that challenge you. Like we do have some robust discussions here. Like sometimes yeah. we don't speak to each other on the weekend because yeah. we're pissed off with shit yeah. that happens yeah. throughout the week. Yeah. So you want to have those times where it's people that you absolutely love,
1: yeah. but you really respect to keep you honest on how do you, certain things. How do you like deal with like managing the team and like, like, like putting your energy in allowing people to flourish. Do you know? Do you know what I'm trying to say? But I do. And, and it's- then, like, but then, like, have that ability to like be accountable and be like, if something's not getting done, like, can, like you need to get it done. But like, I feel like you're that person as well, who's like, you just want people to like have the best time and feel really um, welcomed and feel like they're a part of what you're doing. But then it's like, how do you, like, how do you deal with like, if th- if something's not getting done, do you? Can you flick a switch and go like, oh, this needs to be done? Or do you still like like, do the compliment sandwich or like... Mm, mate, that's a great question. Yeah. And to be
0: honest, it comes back to what you said earlier. Like, I'm still working that out yeah, now. Yeah. Like, That's been something for me this year that's been the biggest challenge yeah. um, for sure. Like I never... I never thought that I'd be like running a business. Mm. That's for sure. Especially when you're working with friends. Yeah. It is really hard. And I think I'm just really lucky at the moment that I work with people that are just, if not more driven than me. So that's, that's a really good part. But to be honest, like a lot of the time it goes both ways, like they're pulling me into line. Yeah. Um, but there is, there is times where you do, you're going to have, you know, those conversations, but I think the biggest thing that I've learned with that scenario is like, it's how you deliver the message where you deliver the message. Um, and if it comes from a good place or it's coming from ego, like I'm a very emotional person as well. And I've identified that because, um, of a lot of things that have arisen in the past in terms of these sorts of things. And I just know straight away, if it's something that's emotional, I need to give myself a 24 hour rule where I don't react on something straight away and it's like, give me 24 hours,
1: let me calm down. And then we have the conversation the next day. But I've, also, I have a question as well. Go. How do you, you know, when you're in the moment and like you have that urge of emotion, how do you, how do you talk yourself out of like, uh like acting on that emotion straight away? Like, how, do you have things in place that actually allow you to, like, do you have something like a, like a, like a, a trigger, trigger or toes yeah. or a trigger that actually goes like, I need to sit back on this for 24 hours because like that's something that I want to get better at. And like, Mm. I actually struggle with sometimes because I'm a real emotional person. And sometimes like the emotion comes across as like anger, but it's like, it's coming from the right place. It's just like, how do you then like go like, in that moment, go, like, I just need it. Like, yeah, what do you do? Well, I think it just comes from
0: fucking up, really. It comes from realizing it, having conversations, asking people how that made other people feel when you weren't as um, probably trans, like, you know, you weren't as clear thinking because sometimes when you make emotional decisions, they're always wrong, really. Because you're acting out on emotion. You're acting out on what's actually clear. 100%. So I think for me that's been a big one. But the way I've learned it isn't through like a trigger. It's just through going like, all right, this is this has happened in the past. It hasn't worked out well. Yeah. And also my other business partner, Baldy, is very good at giving me feedback on yeah. he'll see me sort of getting into that part and he knows when to bring me help me sort of check myself. That's cool, yeah. Um, which has been a good one. But yeah, it's something that to be honest, I don't have it worked out yet. Like I'm yeah. still trying to work it out. But I just know that it is a big one. Like one thing for me that's been really hard is like I always I'm always I, I like to think that I my intentions are always good and when someone questions that that's something that really that hurts. Yeah. So that's when like I'll often yep. um bite back, whether that's, you know, with different scenarios at, yep. in everything, but it's
1: yeah, it's tough. It's a tough part of it. But mm. that's like
0: that's life really, isn't it? It's yeah. just like fucking
1: like exactly it's, that. It's cool. It's co- it's cool to hear that from you as well. Like it just shows another level to you, to you as well, I guess, you know, like people will probably see you as this person, but you know, you're a normal human as well who have these emotions and, and some, like sometimes emotions are just so hard to like, you know, you act on them, but like, they might not come from the right place. And, but like, I don't even know if I'm, like, I'm making yeah. sense here, yeah, but like, it, it just, it's just cool to hear that from you as well. Like someone, I look up to you as well. And it's like, oh, you, you go through things that I go through, but like, you know, I look up to you, but like in saying that we're still on the same Mate, level of like we've level, got emotions and, and the way we act on them and like the way we need to learn from him and like the failure, like it's it's cool to, it's really yeah. cool to hear. Yeah. Do you know what
0: the coolest thing is like I, this shows like where your life partner comes in. Like I speak about jazz a lot and I can't talk too much because it gets too, I've, I've cried multiple times in here yeah. about it, but we'll get home sometimes and she waits for me to calm down. It's like the end of the day and we'll be alone in bed or in the morning she like waits. She like just yeah. knows like when I'm like ready to talk to her And she goes, oh, you know, when you said something today in the office, she goes, you probably should do that better next time like, i don't reckon yeah. you did that like well and i was like oh my god like she just cuts through me like yeah, that's cool. she, you know she always yeah. she's just so mm. so um clear mm. on and so clear and so calculated with everything she does she's she doesn't she's very mm. unemotional uh, emotional she's very um just she's got so much clarity on things and that's why like we work so when i talk about life partners yeah She's just incredible for me, man, because yeah. we we work so well together. Like, I think oh, I can spur her on to, like, make spontaneous decisions and just fucking go for it. But then yeah. also she's that one that can bring me yeah. back down to bring us back down and go into it. So when I talk about that, like, she's one that gives me so much feedback on on certain things. She'll be like, you know, you can't do that. You can't speak to people like that yeah. or you can't do this, you can't do that, and she'll always bring it back in. That's,
1: that's so cool. It's like, that's, like, pretty similar with, like, my um girlfriend as well. Like if I've done something that she like doesn't agree with, like she doesn't like just like yeah. go at you. She'll like wait and like be patient and do it in a really like humbling way. Yeah. But well, then you actually feel like, fuck, like I needed. Like I've fucked up here mm. or like I've done something and in, in, I've attacked something in, in a different way that she would have attacked it in and um, gives you sort of clarity on like on that, on that thing of like continuously growing and learning and seeing different perspectives and, trying to accommodate from those and like taking that step back and going, oh, she sees it in that way. Like, how can I accommodate to like, you know, try to work Mm. on it. And, and because that's what it is, it's a partnership and you have to be able to be, um, what's the word, not manipulative, but like not manipulative, sorry. Like, um, what's the word? Transparent. Yeah. Transparent, but like that you're able to be, oh, fuck, I fucking forgot the word. It's like, oh, it's like if you're like, it's like a river and it, like, you flown with the river, but yes. like something comes in and like the river will still flow, but like you got to be like translucent. <laughs> maybe that's the word. I think that's the <laughs> word. I feel like that could be the word. That might just, be the word. Something that just, but just, yeah, yeah, maybe we just, let's just cut that one. No, I like that one. I <laughs> like no, that one. I like it. You're talking about your um, yeah, wife as well. She's great. And yeah.
0: The um last bit on, uh, to be honest, I don't, this is just a really cool uh, chat, you know, regardless. I hope people are, are getting stuff out of it, but it's been really. Good for me, is um, the last thing I will say about the part around having working with a team, and something that I realized this year. Not that I was like you know trying to micromanage or anything, but I think when you can start a business, you tr- you try and be across everything. Yeah. And as soon as people were like, "Mate, just fucking let me do my thing. Like yeah. I know what I'm doing." Yeah. I thought back to like when I was playing foot. I was like, "Mate, I know what I'm fucking doing. Like stop <laughs> stop doing this. Yeah. But you do it because you think you're trying to support people. Hundred percent. But sometimes you're like." You just got to let people do their shit. And then if they need you, they'll they come back and, and do it. So that was just one more bit where I was like, you just got to, yeah, to trust. 100% that's a massive thing. Yeah, trust. Um, trust is huge. Yeah. A bit of a pivot quickly before, um, I know you've got uh, some things to do. You're a bit, very busy man. <laughs> the one thing um, that has been really interesting seeing like Push Pull come along and is the part of like, you know, a lot of, you, you've obviously inspired a lot of other people to start, you know, clothing brands and, um, imitating sort of similar things to you do or
1: whether that's like, you know, everything. Yeah. How does that like sit with you in um, a way? I, it's, I don't know, it's kind of nice like that people, I guess, look up to you and, and want to try to replicate what you're sort of doing as well. So that's that's something that um, we find as well is kind of sad here in Melbourne, especially is like that tall poppy syndrome yeah, where no one massive. really wants to help anyone. And in saying that, like, I know transparently, like we, we want to help we want to help as many people as we can. And if people were able to obtain some sort of reference point from us or some sort of inspiration, like hundred percent run with it because, um, you know, like for us, we didn't really have any blueprints or anyone to really speak to. And, um, if we can be that, that vehicle for people and other little brands, like hundred percent, go for it. We're, we're always open. We always want to help. Um, so yeah, it's nothing to be like angry about or, yeah, oh, like they're that. doing this or that, like go for it. Like, you know, there's, There's so many people in this world there's so many people here in melbourne that you know we can all share and we can all grow together you know um if we help someone and they grow that helps us grow as well yeah so um that's something that is really special and that's something that you know talking at the start about values that's something that we really value is actually being transparent about wanting to help others yeah and you know we can say it and i can say it but i I hope people out there know that we we are 100 genuine and um I, I think people know that as well
0: that's awesome man like, you couldn't answer that better and i did i thought that that would be the answer and i just wanted to add on to that um if anyone was thinking what i thought of it too in terms of um podcasting stuff like i, I came across i think for me like if you get a message from someone saying like mate because yeah. of this i started a show like that is like nearly the most fulfilling thing 100%. of all time for for someone to to do that, and whether that's you know seeing young kids um, or anyone, any any centered 100%. person starting a clothing rate or a podcast, it's like nearly the or it's nearly the coolest thing you can do because in a way that you've made that somewhat feel that they could do it, which they obviously are, and that they'd be dominating and opening up another pathway to someone that they didn't know. And I think another part of it as well is the fact that. You didn't fucking create clothing. I didn't create podcasting. No. Yeah. You've gotten inspiration from someone before and, and copied elements of people. 100%. I've done the exact same thing. There's a guy named Joe Rogan that does this <laughs> and he's he's sort of pretty good at it. Yeah. Not that, you know, it's a very different show, but yeah, you just yeah. got elements from, from different people. So at the end of the day, we're all fucking
1: 100%. copying. Um, Everything's already been created. Yeah. It's just the way that you interpret something and- manipulated into your own energy and your own style do you know what i mean
0: 100 a quote i love and i actually looked it up this time because i always <laughs> get it wrong is a rising tide lifts all boats um and the way i interpret that is just like the more the merrier yeah like yeah, the yeah, more like people that. doing good things the more it's going to spread and even what you know i've found um a little bit with which i love about the connection with with you guys at push and and our relationship is like i hope that you know we can maybe have been a bit of a starting point for younger people to 100%. look at and go like fuck these guys have collabed together they don't see each other as competitors they just see each other as people that they 100%. respect doing the same shit and then you know then other people can do
1: the same stuff as well 100 well you know you're a testament to it like i remember uh, it would have been a couple of months ago we were asking for some help on like a podcast and you were like let's like brainstorm some stuff and you're really open and transparent and from that there like we we want to do everything we can to help you and your aspirations with you know your other v- ventures in in clothing and stuff like that as well so um yeah it's really special this you know new relationship i guess we're creating and um i'm super grateful to you know help you and 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 i'm also really grateful that you're helping us as well yeah so huge yeah, it's, it's really cool let's hug yeah. Uh, after this um, there's gonna we're be going uh, yeah, the we're, no, we're going for oh, like, the hug now we're going in you were ready there. yeah you were I was uh, oh you were ready, I was ready. I know,
0: we'll get there don't worry <laughs> um, No, nah, it's awesome mate I really do appreciate it love what you guys are doing love your story there's plenty more and, and as we said I think you know you guys George, Ed, yourself you'd be staples of, of the community now as, as much as hopefully I can be of yours and um, we've got a few cool things in the works obviously 100%. some push pull um, more greens a uh, little golf day that we're yes. planning in 2023 which will be um, very exciting. We'll tease that one. I'm sure that would be, that'd be pretty cool for the communities to, um, to get out and have some fun and plenty of crossover, plenty of shared values. But at the end of the day, just people trying to have a good time and, and inspire other people. So I appreciate it, man. I hope people have learned. I, I know people will learn a lot from your story today. Congratulations on what you've done. I keep saying like, we're young, like you're 25, I'm nearly 30, man. I'm 29. So like, I'm like your dad, basically. <laughs> yeah. Well,
1: you can. Like I said, do you, to, do you want to be my mentor? <laughs> no, do you want to be the pushful mentor? Oh no, mate, help you, us! You guys are way ahead of me. <laughs> no, no good. way, no. We, we awesome. don't know what we're
0: doing. We, yeah, we, neither do we. I think that's a secret. <laughs> um, thanks for your time today, brother. We'll uh, plenty more of these to come. Thank you so much thanks for having me on. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks for listening to another Producey podcast. If you enjoyed the show, that'd be a massive help if you could like, follow, rate, subscribe, tap the bell, leave a review, or even share with one of your friends, or you could do them all. If you want to get in touch to share feedback, suggest a guest or advertise with one of our podcasts then email hello at com. Thanks for tuning in. Ilixx. KO's got you covered for this footy season with every game of every round live and ad break free during play.